do the finger countdown so I can see. Okay. With Other my, time, just not. Wait, you wanted me to count down with my fingers. Other time, this. <laughs> just kidding. This is justice. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Batman sign on to a podcast. <laughs> this is justice. <laughs> okay. Brother Town does not offer medical, financial, or any other kind of professional advice or opinion. This is justice. Talking about things we want to talk about. So take it with a grain of salt. One of our listeners sent in. One of our listeners sent in a quote this week. I clapped because it's finished, not because I like it. No. Oh, so thoughtful. I like yeah. that. Yeah, it's uh, clarifying their applause. You know, it is really hard to tell. Like, are people applauding just because it's done and they're it's over? Like, no matter like where you the, are, the relief. Now you're it's now like, you're gonna wonder. Like, it's like a teapot, right? It makes noise when it's ready to. <laughs> <laughs> people are like teapots with clapping. This, this is all I could take. <laughs> yeah, you know, clapping. Who, ju who just opened something? Because I was, was gonna, uh, I was gonna open something during a later segment. During a break? No, during a segment. It's part of a segment oh. later. Okay. But, um, I, didn't, I didn't know there was a segment. Well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so something nice that uh, someone shared with me. My neighbor shared some jerk chicken with me i don't know what jerk chicken is aside from delicious it was really good i'm five isaac five of ten and jacob's next to share i'm jacob six of ten and a nice thing an acquaintance shared with me once was a compliment what was the compliment i i don't remember how generic how oh, generic. Yep. <laughs> Jacob, Jacob, you should have saved that and put it on a card. Yeah, that was... <laughs> uh, I'm Josh, 8 of 10. And you know, jerk, I think jerk chicken is what you call chicken that you give to someone that you don't like. This is the jerk chicken. <laughs> I, I thought it was the mean chicken. They taste better if they're mean animals, I hear. Oh. Uh, anyway, uh, the so someone gave me a cookie once except i didn't know they were giving me a cookie they i work upstairs in my office i'm far far away from everyone and okay. so i get a phone call from a work colleague an acquaintance and they tell me hey there are cookies downstairs just wanted to let you know because you know i'm upstairs whatever and i don't always find out about that sort of thing and i say yay there are cookies and i go downstairs and it's just like there's a tiny plate on the table with like three cookies, obviously not for the whole office. And so oh. I, I it was very sweet, but I also felt weird. And I only took one cookie because I'm like, these are very oh. tiny, but I don't want to just take all the cookies. Do you still have the other cookies? Yeah, oh, no, this was this. Cookies? I don't even know if they got eaten like it was a weird social are they still there experience uh they might be i should check tomorrow so i feel like you didn't understand the assignment because it was a nice thing yeah it was it was nice but then like i'm like it okay is, it's more weird than nice 
because you didn't feel entitled to take all the cookies and it was like clear it wasn't for everyone though it was like it seemed like it was just for maybe a handful of people because the container beside it was obviously didn't hold a lot of cookies to begin with and it was a smaller than usual plate so i hope i'm painting a good picture for okay. you so you understand but it yeah, was and nice picturing those youtube videos where they make like microscopic food have you uh, seen those actually I've yeah never heard of that <laughs> now i'm curious might have been it extra small it's like dollhouse dollhouse i'm worried food. if i look at the videos then my feed will just be tiny food for the next two weeks yeah then it will be let's take a break All right, welcome back. Family news. Family news. What's going on? Oh, not much. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Had some raisin canes for dinner. My uh, family comes back on Saturday. They go on vacation without you, right? Yeah. They went to a family reunion up in Utah. And then they also visited uh, with Abe. The cousins like each other, or my kids and Abe's kids get along. So oh, that's yeah. that's good that they get I, along. I really, yeah, Abe's Abe's got a good family, so I can see that. I don't know what they see in your family, though. Yeah, but I'm just I, kidding. I'm I'm more bothered yeah. why why I wasn't invited to the family reunion. That's apparently happening. Why wasn't I invited to the family reunion? Let me clarify, it's on Alicia's side. It's not a brown family reunion. Okay, that's not what I said. (laughs) I'm asking why wasn't I I invited. to let Josh and Isaac know about that. Us three, we were excluded from the brown family reunion. This week in Candy News, we have a special announcement from Sam's Club. Visitors are going to be anxiously awaiting to see if they can get their hands on a special product that doesn't come around very often, stacked haphazardly on top of another product that is very similar. But I'm going to ask you guys if you can guess, based on this sound, what the product is. I'm going to open it right now. Did you guys get that? Is it an Andy soda? No. Any other guesses? It is a soda. Can you guess what soda it is from the sound? Can from the hear? sound, um, could you drink it? Hold on. I'm I'm pouring it into. It's not diet. Yeah, that's correct. I, I agree. Diet. From the sound, it's probably sounded a little thicker. Yeah, it's not. It's not diet. Is it, is a, it like so, a, a cream root beer? Nope. So not a cream who, who was it by again? Who was it by? Oh, yeah, um, who, well, it's and, at, was it Andy's? It's at, at Sam's Club. Oh. Dr. Pepper. Uh, no. No, I, honestly, I don't, I don't think you... I, we maybe don't have, one of the listeners has guessed it, but... Um, we don't have a Sam's Club out here. We've got Costco. So Mountain Dew Baja Blast, the can version, uh, 36 what? count That's... cases. I um, thought that was just in Taco Bell. 
I know many, many yeah. visitors to Sam's today were surprised and excited to see three cases of 36 count cans of Taco Bell's Baja Blast stacked haphazardly on top of the existing diet Mountain Dew. Um, they did, they did change the tag, but they didn't give it its own space. And I only saw three cases of it. So I got one. Good for you. Yeah. So exciting. You could stuff. probably sell it for like a hundred bucks on Amazon. Hmm. I've already opened the case. I could try to do the thing where I sell just the box, but put it, <laughs> put it as a price that people will assume it includes the soda. Yeah. Anyway, that's it for Candy News. Um, I had to look it up on, on Amazon. It's uh, 40 bucks for 24 cans. Oh, wow. No, that's what I'm saying. People buy that stuff and resell it on Amazon. Oh, man. And... I could make quite a bit of money doing that. Because it wasn't anywhere near that. It's a thirty-six. No, it's count. like twelve. It's like twelve bucks or something, right? Or eighteen bucks, probably. Yeah, around there, eighteen twenty for thirty-six. So, like, yeah, yeah. forty for there's, twenty-four. Was, you could definitely make like some there's money. There's not much risk because if it never sells, you still have the soda. But that kind of stuff you typically send to a fact like their depot to to process anyways uh yeah not much risk in that but speaking of risk do you guys have anything dangerous that you do uh in your line of work i know you guys both do it but um sometimes i'll get a little risky with with storing user files <laughs> um, I'll, be, I'll be like backup <laughs> I mean, uh, like living on the edge tables on like a ladder or something like that, where it's like, hey, uh, I shouldn't be doing this. Don't judge the danger. You know, I, I kind of have a dangerous environment because I'm immature and there are people there. So sometimes I want to say things that aren't politically correct to be funny, but I know I would be immediately canceled. So that's a very dangerous environment for me, is, is oh. what I'm saying. Yes, Sounds that's like a you're dangerous intolerant. environment. <laughs> that's, uh, okay. Wait, what? Sounds like Jacob's intolerant? No, like the, the workplace is intolerant of... Well, uh, I think everyone's intolerant nowadays. Well, uh, you know, that suggests that maybe everyone is not the problem. <laughs> wait specifically wait a, a specific person yeah it's it's more likely one person is the problem <laughs> <laughs> um well i brought this up because i've i i work in construction i don't know if you guys knew that i knew you knew that don't pretend you didn't know yeah um, no i and there, i know there you are, like they, drive down the highway until the back of your trailer is empty. Yeah, I mean that's trash day, but still, <laughs> trash <run. laughs> that's a trash run. That's why it's called a trash run. Um, no, I do things um, that are sometimes less than safe, and I'm I'm all about safety. I like safety a lot, but I 
I brought this up because I've I've noticed this pattern of people tending to get hurt when they get comfortable doing dangerous work. Yeah. And I, and I guess yeah. there's a there's a desire when you do something dangerous to sort of ignore the danger and like or pretend it's the fear ignore the fear pretend pretend that it's not dangerous or you know tell yourself i've done this a thousand times this is safe but i feel like that's the point when it becomes the most dangerous mhm like riding a roller coaster yeah. what? right yeah well i used to be afraid of roller coasters until mom said to me that you're going to be safe like many people ride these every day she didn't say all of that she mostly just said you'll be fine. You're just kind of along for the ride, literally. Um, and since then, you know, like, I'm not afraid of roller coasters at all anymore. So, so what's the point of going on them? Uh, you just That's kind of enjoy the scenery, you know, people oh, you are screaming. The scenery for the, you enjoy the screams <laughs> of strangers? The, scr the screaming strangers <laughs> and the scenery. My two favorite things. <laughs> The blurred landscape and screaming strangers. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, I, complacency. I, I'm mostly joking because, you know, roller coasters aren't necessarily the safest thing in the world, right? Like accidents do well, happen. Like you can't that, ignore it. Part of, the, part of the excitement that people feel is the fear, the rush that you get because it's scary. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I guess some people... Well, I wouldn't think it was fun if I seriously thought that I could... That I was going to get hurt. Like, I don't think I would think it was fun. I think it'd be terrifying. Well, they don't do a lot of, like, slow, on-the-ground, very safe roller coasters. Right? They're always in the air. You're doing flips. There's, there's the yeah. sensation of danger. In a controlled uh, environment. I think it scales with how tall you are. Because, like, as a small child, very little, I'm sure those roller coasters were thrilling. Like, the one with the car that, like, you can't go off of a track. And it's, like, a single rail. And it's an old-timey car. That was probably thrilling because I was so tiny. I but, think it'd be thrilling again if they let you on it. Because you'd be like, this thing is not meant to hold me. <laughs> <laughs> maybe um but yeah it was it was more of an observation that that people getting comfortable in dangerous situations um tend to lead to accidents that that's all i, I wanted yeah. to share with that i mean sense. do you do you have like a real life example of i keep seeing them and they're too like i think they're too brutal Oh. Um, but, you know, people who've done, like, handyman work, worked on ladders for 40 years, you'd be surprised how often a ladder is what kills someone who has the experience. Like, who has tons of experience. Not even just someone who, like, is climbing a ladder for the third time, but someone who's climbing a ladder for the third, third thousandth time, three thousandth time falling and and getting hurt because they just were so accustomed to it they forgot to respect 
uh, gravity. Yeah, I, I think respect is the key. Complacency, I I can see it as being like a progressive, like maybe the first time you climb a ladder, you're keeping both feet, both hands firmly grasping, moving slowly up, and then you get to a point where you're walking up the ladder like it's just tall stairs carrying something heavy over your shoulder just a oh, gradual yeah, I, I don't know how people do that i've seen people do that stuff too where it's like yeah. they throw shingles over their shoulder and they just climb up the ladder like it's a set of stairs yeah exactly i i think it's a progression to that and maybe that's okay i don't know it doesn't seem safe to me but um i'm sure it just gets to a point to where they're just maybe they start browsing TikTok on their phone while they're going up the ladder. And... <laughs> I don't know why that just someone like uh, someone just like is texting while walking. I don't know that... it, uh, the thing is, is people do that while driving. No, you're right. And it's and the it's, same. It's, it's the same idea. It's like so dangerous. Feel like, feel like driving is more dangerous. Because yeah. you're already at a deadly velocity, right? You're already a couple seconds from from irreversible damage. Yeah. Financial damage and physical damage, all the damage. More, more dangerous than ladders, but maybe... I, I feel like we're so numb to the driving stuff that we do even more get, get even more comfortable with that. But I've heard of people, you know, they they put a text, they go to text someone while driving through a neighborhood and hit hit a kid, and it's again same same concept of just getting too comfortable. But even I feel like teenagers are the most at risk for that stuff. Because they don't understand the dangers yet. Yeah. Yeah. I I think any time an accident happens, it kind of sobers everyone up. Unfortunately, yeah. people quickly forget about it and just go back to their bad habits. You know, for some reason, this makes me think about stubbing toes. You know? Because that's just painful. <laughs> no, yeah. And I know how to walk. Oh, like stub a toe. And then it's worse when you stub a toe like right before it's healed. Oh. Stub it again. Yeah. Oh, I stubbed a toe into right into a nail a couple weeks ago. I don't even know that you can call that stubbing your toe. I think that's uh, just I, it's the impaling worst. Impaling your toe on a nail. Yeah. It like went right under the nail. Ooh. Oh. And it was both the sensation of stubbing your toe, but also the sensation of a nail going yeah. into your body. This is uh, fun. Not... This is a fun. Con yeah. yeah. Honestly, let's... I don't remember the last time I stubbed my toe. Like, I don't do that. Good for you. What are you Man, guys I'm, doing I'm that impressed. you stub your toes? You we should be. careless. I'm reckless. proud of it. We're reckless walkers. <laughs> Dangerous job. Anyways. You wouldn't. You could put that on your resume. <laughs> Evan stubbed my toe. <laughs> doesn't doesn't remember the last time he stubbed his toe, right under 
and then they'll take a note. Short term memory loss. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I'm looking at hiring people, but also I'm looking. Um, I don't know who put in the resume tips question. Uh, I think it was SJ, and she wanted real tips. Real oh, tips okay. for resume. I, I have tips. Okay. Very what do you got, Jake? Tips. All right. So I heard this study, and I was listening to this thing, and it was explaining how uh, they they thought because if they like applied resumes with like a black sounding name versus a white sounding name, uh, the white sounding name tended to get more callbacks. And, and so it seemed like there was like racism everywhere. But when they actually dug into it more and they did stuff like they had the person named differently than the people were named at the place they were applying to, that is what caused them to not be selected. Or it basically comes down to people have a bias that they don't want to pick someone that seems like they might be a problem or they might stick out and not fit into the, the group. And so if your name's funny from everyone else, that can make it difficult. Uh, it, and this kind of branches over, like if the HR, the hiring manager does not mention their pronouns in their bio, then you probably shouldn't put your pronouns on your resume. You know, yeah, because... I've heard I've heard that all those companies that are changing their logo to rainbow, whatever. If you put your pronouns on your resume, don't expect to get called back. Because they think of you as high maintenance immediately. Oh that's, man. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, that that's interesting because it is kind of a cultural shift from the ground up, from the youth up in a lot of ways, that whole, um, but anyway, I, I'd say kind of in line with what Jacob was saying in a sense is you do need to adapt your resume to the job you're trying to get. Yeah. And I'd say um, close up any empty spots when you adapt it. What do you mean? Like if you, if you're, um, Let's say you worked at McDonald's from 2009 to 2012, and then you you had a six-month break in there, and then you worked at Taco Bell. You just say the year, like, then you say 2013 to, two, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're closing up those gaps. Yeah, no, that's, uh, and that's fine to do. Like, it, it's it's good to mention that it's not dishonest to do that either. It's you're trying to communicate something to the hiring manager. And most of the time they don't care about those details, frankly, right? They don't care about most of the stuff you're putting on your resume. You need to they emphasize want, they the want things. relevant information, right? Exactly. You, you need to emphasize. And when you tailor it to a job, you need to make it seem like you're already doing the job that they're hiring for. Like that. You're That's just, true. you're seasoned. You've got it your work experience should just include stuff that's directly tailored to that job, not extra stuff. Take so all the I, extra I, stuff out. I actually looked at a resume today um, for someone who uh, was part of the interview for today. And he, 
he had a very concise resume, but it was also like very wide in what he conveyed. And I was really confused about what type of position he was actually looking for because he he, he conveyed that he did just a huge scope of things yeah. over the past. It was like project manager and uh, realty and concrete work and um, I don't want to get too specific beyond that but I I started asking him questions about the things within it and it it was like he wasn't interested in doing that kind of work like but he he's the one who brought it up and <laughs> so, back to what Josh said trim it if it's not relevant Right, but he he knew it was relevant for what we wanted, but it wasn't relevant for what he necessarily wanted to do with us. So it was this kind of also like the position that you're actually going for, even even if the company has other things that you could do, I guess I wouldn't expect them to be like, yeah. Well, we we brought you in here for this, but it looks like your resume also works for this. And if you're wanting a job for that, we could do that, but not this, not the thing that you came in for. Yeah, yeah. And like the, I think it would work for some people, but this guy was not interested in in doing some other like uh, more labor intensive jobs. Yeah, let's say you're an accountant. Right. And you're trying to get a job at some place that offers like daycare services. You wouldn't put on your resume, even if it were true, that you were like the star employee at a different daycare services company. Right. If you're taking care of children, because they're going to think, oh, okay, great. We can get an accountant who's also good with kids. So, you know, if if accounting work is slow, like it's mid month or whatever. We can just have them care for kids. <laughs> like, unfortunately, that's what people do. Like, they're going to make that connection in their brain. Yeah, if I think you do that. I think unless it's it offers more pay or it's like really specific to the position, if they're like, we want an accountant who can babysit. Right. Or we want an accountant who understands the business. But I that I think you hit. You you got it. You got what I was getting at. You were going to say I hit the nail on the head. You hit the head with the nail, actually, this time. Oh, okay. I took the nail and slammed it against the hammer. <laughs> but you're on target, so that's what matters. Did we, get, did we do a good amount of resume tips? I, I feel like I could write a resume right now for any job. Any job yeah. you put in front of me, I could. Uh, well, next time SJ's on, let's actually make it part of an activity to write the resume. But for now, let's take a break. And we're back. Um, well, Bricks News. You guys, I've, I've talked about Bricks on here before. Like Lego Bricks? No, bricks. So I'm into cryptocurrency and other things like that. Oh. Bricks, bricks is so it's it's an acronym 
for Brazil, Russia, India, China. Oh, it's that gold thing they're making. Well, yes, gold is part of it, but it's a currency backed by precious metals. So what they're trying to do is create a, a currency um, that, like the U.S. dollar used to be, is backed by precious metals. And it's not just gold. It's supposed to be a whole bunch of other metals in the mix that are going to back the value. So then if you're ever like, what is this dollar worth? It's always worth a quantity, a specific quantity of the precious metals. So I think that's an interesting concept because it's then like carrying gold around in your wallet. It's always got that equivalent value where the and the dollar used to have that, but now we do not. Who who gets to decide who like what prints out or who prints it out, you know? Cuz if it's like Russia or China, saying, yeah, we'll only print as many as we have gold. <laughs> China's been known to, like, ship gold-plated lead and say, yeah, we just sent the gold to you, you know? Um, so, yeah. yeah, who well, regulates it? Because usually a cryptocurrency would have a... Yeah, and I think I think what their part of it is going to be a cryptocurrency, so... I don't know if the entire thing is going to be crypto, um, but it's still in the development phase now. It's just Russia has committed to doing it because of all the stuff that's going on. Yeah, and I feel like get away with, get away from the U.S. dollar, and then forty other nations more more than forty nations are are looking into joining it. Yeah, I I just I think the biggest issue is going to be that trust. Yep. Can can you trust them to not go burr with the money printing thing and like print a 100 to 1 ratio of the actual Right. <laughs> how how much so value with, there is yeah, with how much they've printed. With cryptocurrency, I think it's it's called minting when they create coins. And I'd have to say what they'd have to do is have a location where the precious metals go that are backing this stuff. So they'd have to have a place like a vault, right? You can't say it's backed by precious metals and then not have those precious metals somewhere where people could see it or like a physical location that people yeah. could trust and yeah, verify. I, I still worry because China or I say China, people that operated out of China would say, yeah, we have the gold in this warehouse, and then they wouldn't let auditors check the warehouse because there was no warehouse. <laughs> um, so, I, yeah, I, I still think it, it's going to be a hard sell to say they're not going to turn into, like, Venezuela or somewhere else where they're just printing up the money. Right, because so they, we're doing that anyways, and we're not even right, backed by I, gold. So. Yeah, exactly. There's that, but we're we're not even pretending to be backed by gold anymore. Yeah. Um, the I think you you raise good questions about like how do you, how do you trust something like that? But I think the point is, um, what you just brought up is that we don't even we're not even backed by anything. So we're just our money just has value because we say it has value. We all 
we're all in this joint illusion about its value together. Yeah, it, it's like it's like value chicken, like playing chicken with value because like uh, what was it? Uh, Bitcoin went way up in value when Elon Musk said that you could buy a Tesla with Bitcoin, even though I, yeah. I think later he he backed out on that. But even just the idea that, oh, I can buy X, Y, Z with this. Therefore, it has value. And then this person can buy this with this. Everyone just trusts it. That's every currency. Yeah. Every currency that is. is like that. Yeah. Well, it's even, I mean, it's even true for things like gold. Like, if gold, I know we have, a, we have uses for gold now, but before it was just rare. And so we assigned value to it. Right? So these, yeah. these things that are backed by it. You I, know. I feel like the crypto space kind of took value away from gold, though. <laughs> I think, or, yeah, well, the people who are looking to invest in, in different things, a lot of them that would have invested in gold did diversify into cryptocurrencies. And pro a lot of them probably regret it right now. So the bricks, though, that's not really like an investment. It's just money. So it's just a means to facilitate a transaction. Like they're not claiming that, oh, yeah, the value will grow over time or anything like that. I'm, I'm sure they do make those claims. But I wonder if the way that you meant a bricks is going to be by depositing gold or a precious metal into their vault. So you can create a bricks by like sending them gold or silver or uranium. I don't know what else is on. The and presumably you could cash yeah. out. You could cash out your bricks for the gold. Yeah. The same amount. Presumably you have to give them the exact perfect ratio of the metals or they won't give you a brick, right? They'll be like, oh, you're missing some uranium in what you sent us. So we can't give you a brick for this. Well, I, I think it'll be fractional. It's not like you need one pound of gold to get one brick. It's good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's how Bitcoin works, too. You can get fractions and yeah huge fractions to like, the the millionth or something I mean, seven that's, digits that's how dollars and cents work right N not really i mean you can get a quarter of a penny they they charge me a nine tenths of a penny at the pump no they just round up yeah i i've always felt <laughs> like this this shouldn't be legal for them to do nine tenths of a penny like how? It's just for the sake of confusing people. Yeah, I know. It's like, where's my one-tenth of a penny? Like, what if you made a big deal about that? You, like, walk in there and, like, okay, where's my tenth of a penny? Where is it? Where's my change? I, I feel like we're going to get rid of pennies soon, right? We're going to get rid of pennies, and it'll just be, like, to the tenth. Because it's making pennies, they cost more than a penny a piece to make. Yeah. Yeah, well, they've, I mean... They started making them out of zinc because it's so cheap they can get away with it. Well, I think it's all going to be digital before we even have to worry about that. I mean, I, I barely ever touch 
physical money at this point. Yeah. I think that's yeah. probably true for most people. I don't know. Jacob, are you the same way? <clears throat> my, I'm losing my voice. I have time. not touched money in a long time. Well, I mean, with the kids, we'll need like 20 bucks for something at school. At least they claim they do. Um, so that's like the only <laughs> time I need to like transact in money is when the school is asking for cash money for stuff. But I haven't like bought anything with cash for years, maybe. It's yeah, weird it's, that it's they a... wouldn't have like a Venmo account for the school or some other. Ooh, that's a good point. Where they could just say like, we need X, Y, Z. And you just like send it to them that way. Don't give it because giving it to your is kid weird. is like. They could do whatever they want with it. Yeah, especially your kids. You can't trust them. Yeah, you can't trust them. Once <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> that would make sense if schools actually got up to speed and started using Venmo or whatever. Yeah, like when you get pulled over, like the government should have that too, where you can just like, they're walking up to your car to give you a ticket and you just Venmo them. You're like, you're right. I've, I've, I know what's happening here. And then they don't even make it to your car. They just give you a thumbs up. And they <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and go back and drive away. As they approach, your phone buzzes, and it's like, "Do you uh, agree to pay them this much?" And you're like, "Yep, yep, yep." All right, let's take a take one more break. Oh, that's the end. Thank you, listeners, for listening. Uh, we have a winner this week. Let and, me uh, let me just tally up the points real quick. And the uh, the clouds parted as it ended, and we all applaud because Ooh, it's I like over. the narration. <laughs> Are we applauding because we're happy? Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I do have I do take issue with one thing because I noticed this really early on. It actually says in the notes that Jacob is the winner. That was before we even started talking. That it said that. I don't know what do you, you what you're talking about. In predestination, Josh. I, it was foretold. On this day, long ago, <laughs> I I I believe in I believe in what is it saying something that already happened, as if you're talking in the past. No way, that doesn't. If it's happened, it's happened, right? That's if what it's I happened. Believe. It's happened. Yeah. Well, the chances of it happening are one hundred percent. Yeah, they if know where happened. to find us. <laughs> they, they know where to find you. Yeah, somewhere online, I think. Yeah. Um, and they, they should rate and review you, too. Yeah, me specifically. <laughs> Brothertimepod.com. Brothertimepod.com. That was, that was weird. <laughs> you want to say it again? Brothertimepod.com. Brothertimepod.com. 